Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Sin, on the last podcast, we talked a lot about how you got into this type of business. What is the thing that kept you in this business other than making money? Well, obviously making money is a good, uh, good benefit and a good reason to stay, but honestly, the ease of it, um, because this model is so much easier to manage that it's, um, the, all the other methods were so much more work and tedious and time involved. And with me, I juggle a lot of things and a lot of tasks and a lot of moving pieces to my life. So being that this is so much easier and less time consuming, that's what kept me in it for sure. Uh, That is awesome. We will definitely get to the questions about exactly what this method is because we're talking about it and we're kind of just giving a little tease Mm -hmm. podcast, but we're going to spend a little bit of time about how you spend this time or how you find time to spend with family. So how has the time you spent with your family improved since this business started? Well, I'll say this in the very beginning, it was all about, for me, it was um, total immersion. I mean, just dive straight in and not come up for days. I mean, there were days I stayed in my pajamas and I don't even know if I brushed my teeth. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was that much dedication. And um, luckily, my children now are older and they're, uh, they're out of the home or uh, well, one's back living with me since he just returned from the military, but he'll be moving out uh, shortly. So I luckily only have to um, deal with my, uh, the time or, or be concerned, I guess, about my time that I spend with my husband and my dogs, making sure the household's still running. So the, um, the best part about that is just you just have to stay very organized. And luckily, I have an extremely wonderful husband that, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> that I just could not uh, do this business without his support. And he has just been a trooper through the whole thing. And in the very beginning is uh, because I started a brand new method, it took months, months of dedication and work and effort to just get everything ironed down, every little piece and, and loose end tied up and bundled all up in the very end with a nice, you know, uh, in a box with a beautiful bow on top, right? So now that I've gotten to that point, now it's very easy and it's something that I can um, manage very easily and, and much better because it's such a, a smaller time demand for me. So, but that, that now, so I guess it's the initial in the very beginning, it is so much dedication that you do need a good supportive partner because if you don't, it's going to create problems in the household because obviously your time is, is being spent. And and I will tell you, um, honestly, in the very beginning, it was like, are you on the computer again? I mean, can't we do this? Can't we just go here or we need to go so-and-so? And I'm like, oh, no, no, I, I just a few more minutes, a few more minutes. And three hours later, I'm still a few more minutes, right? So in the very beginning, it was it was tense because of the time and effort that I put into it. But because I um, started finally making the money and then you could see 
wow, now we can give more to our church. Now we can do the repairs on the home that we need. Now we can actually go on vacation without worrying. So the money um, coming in, it's like, okay, now I understand. I see the results of your hard work and your efforts. Now I get it. What can I do to help you? So it took a little bit of time to understand. And, you know, that's another good point, too. Entrepreneurs are a very unique breed, I'll say. You know, most people don't get it. They do not understand what we do, and they do not understand the commitment that it takes to get the results that we need. So a lot of times, people describe it. But once it clicks, then it's like a light bulb. Oh, now I see. So it's, you get by my husband's benefiting from the extra income that I'm bringing into the household. And now that everything's kind of um, set up and operating like a well-oiled machine, that has now freed me up to have more time to spend with family. So it takes a little bit of effort. I won't even say a little bit. It takes a lot of effort in the very beginning to get it all worked out. But then it's smooth sailing. It should be smooth sailing from then on. Um, yeah, you, you've already talked about this quite a bit. Um, is there anything that you do specifically to really help you manage that family life balance? If, that, if, you, <laughs> if you know yeah. that word. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I'll tell you the best thing that you can do and how uh, I do it and what I suggest other people to do is really strategically structure your time. And that means every single minute of every single day, put it on a calendar and stick to it. So if you and, and you need to diversify your time, because obviously you don't want to like I did in the very beginning. And I had to to get to this point. Right. My students don't have to because I've got it all now a plug and play system is so much easier and so much faster. But for me, when I first started creating it, you know, it took that kind of time. So I had to be very strategic in how I plan my calendar. So it, in this point now, my husband gets up and it really, you need to adapt it to your own lifestyle. So my calendar is not going to suit your calendar because you have different needs. So you got to figure out how that calendar works for you and your family, right? So my husband gets up very early in the mornings and leaves for work a lot of times before I even get up. Um, once he's gone or once he wakes me up when he leaves to tell me goodbye, that's when I jump up then. So he's already out of the household. I'm knocking it out and, um, you know, really jumping all over the computer instantly and, you know, putting in several hours of work before I then I still do have a nine to five job at the moment. Well, I say nine to five sometimes <laughs> that's, that's kind of because it's even more hours than that, but my day job, we'll say my day job. Uh, hopefully that's not that much longer as I'm uh, hoping to retire early pretty quickly here. But then once uh, at the end, at the end of the day, after I'm home from my nine to five, then we try to have, you know, we schedule time and just make sure that we do try to have dinner time together. Uh, sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, he's got other interests. I have other hobbies and interests as well. But for the most part, we, we know that that's our time to connect. How was your day? You know, we both ask each other this very same question every single day just to make sure that we connect and we know what's going on in each other's lives. And that's a conscious effort because if we don't do that, then we have no clue even what's going on with the other one, right? So it's, a, it's one way that we purposely um, 
strive to stay connected. And then on weekends, since he gets up so early, well, let me finish our day. So once he goes to bed early because he has to get up so early, I'm knocking it out again at night and I'll stay up later. So we strategically work around each other's schedule in that way. So that way I'm not taking away um, family time. And it's a, that makes it a little bit more manageable. And then on weekends, since he gets up so early during the week, he sleeps in late. I'm the one that gets up really early and I knock it out before he gets up. So we just strategically work around each other. So that way, when we are together, you know, weekends, we do try to plan specific things and, um, you know, have our, our church schedule or our dinner schedule or whatever. You know, we also have a date night every single week. We have at least one date night. And usually that's Friday night uh, that we go, that it's just us, that we go out and have dinner and just kind of, you know, chill out from the efforts and the hard work for all week and just spend quality time together. So purposely make it happen. I love that. Purposely making stuff happy, scheduling your family time and being intentional about your family more so than business, more so than work, making sure you have that quality time on your schedule. So how important or maybe why is it so important for you to have that connection time with your spouse and, and maybe your connection time with your kids? I know your kids are a little older, but for you know people like us, we have a six, a four, and a one that's 16 months. Yeah. So why is it so important for you to put your family first, even before business and your nine to five? Because your family is everything. You have nothing without your family. And if, I mean, who cares about having six figures of income if you have no one to share it with. So, you know, you have to start with family first and your faith first. And uh, obviously, you know, those are the, the, the foundation of a family. So if you don't protect that interest, then it, it, the business is not worth it. In my opinion, I would rather not have the business. I would much rather have my family and my, and my um, faith first. Great. Um, do you have any specific ways that you're intentional about your family? how you're intentional with your family right now? Yeah, well, other than just making sure that we have our uh, strategic date night plan. Yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> our activities. Um, I will say this even too, With we live about 30 minutes away from the rest of my family. And um, so we, every single month, our family has grown now between um, uh, siblings and, and kids and now even uh, a, a grandchild that, uh, not mine, but uh, my, my uh, sister's grandchild, that all of our birthdays are spread out to almost every single month is covered. So every single month we get together for someone's birthday celebration. We always go out to eat. So we purposely make that happen to stay connected, not only immediate family, my husband, my children, but our extended family um, as well. And um, because if you don't, you just lose those connections, you lose those uh, relationships, you, you lose everything. So you, again, you just have to make it a conscious effort. Well, I love this talking about how you, you make it and, and keep your family intentional. And it's such an important concept. Mm -hmm. Other than people putting their business and their work in front of their family, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see people making with marriage and their children? And how do we fix that? Well, the, the biggest thing that I see, uh, because I, you know, initially I experienced a little bit of that myself too, is that you're not, you're so involved in your work that you let everything else go. 
And when you do that, it, it instantly starts tearing down the foundation that you built uh, with your relationships. So in order to protect it, that's when you have to pull back, only assign so many hours a day to your business and protect those family relationships. Because if you don't, it's just going to um, deteriorate, honestly. And, and it can go downhill very, very quickly, especially if you don't have a supportive um, family or husband, spouse, whatever, uh, to support you in your business efforts. But so, yeah, it just has to constantly be a constant effort to protect those relationships. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, and I like that you were commenting on extended family as well, because I think, you know, we're in a life stage where we're very focused on our immediate family, but at the same time, grandparents are very important. <laughs> right. and, and that is really good that we are addressing that in our day-to-day -day lives. Um, what are some ways that parents can encourage their children in their children's different learning styles? Do you have any ideas on that? Uh, relation to e-commerce or just yeah. starting your own business or um, what? You're starting a business. Um, Jimmy, comments on that? <laughs> yeah, so we have two children that are very different. One of them is very logical thinking. She likes to answer and uh, ask the hard questions, scientific questions about rain, about what's going on with the world. And then we have another child who is very artsy. So she likes to sit down and draw. She likes to go out and do. And we all know that children have different learning styles. They learn by different things, whether that's action, doing, hearing, and stuff like that. So what are your thoughts on encouraging people and encouraging specifically our children with their different learning styles? Um, obviously, you have to relate to them. So it's a wonderful thing that you already recognized that they do have different learning styles. So in order to teach them and mentor them and to raise them up, in my, in my opinion, in a way, I mean, obviously, I'm not the authority expert here, but um, from what I see in my own children, I think every parent recognizes recognizes that every child is different and mine is very much the same way too. One's very uh, shy and more introverted and more um, uh, art and musically talented and the other is definitely more extrovert social butterfly um, you know completely different interests and focuses so you at, in order to encourage them and motivate them and raise them up you have to do it in such a way that uh, appeals to their interest so obviously um, if my introverted child if I was trying to encourage him to do something very extroverted which I had tried to do he's very talented in music so I was trying to get him to sing and to perform publicly that is not his thing and it was he fought me tooth and nail the entire way so, you know, I just couldn't understand it at first. And then I realized it's just not his personality. So stop fighting something that's not natural to him. So it ended up being, a, um, in the end, he actually stepped away from music for a while, but now he's getting back into it. Again, not on a very um, publicly performing um, aspect of it, but it is something that um, he is just for his own entertainment, own enjoyment that he's actually picking back up again, which I'm very proud and very happy to see. So you really just have to uh, tailor um, whatever you're trying to encourage them to do and to you know, expose them to new things. It has to be on their terms in the way that they learn. So that's, that's probably the best advice that I could give on that. Thank you. Love that. So what are your, some of your favorite family resources and why? 
Resources meaning uh, books, podcasts, courses. Uh, what are some of the things that you use to encourage you with your marriage and your relationship with your kids? Um, well, I think probably being uh, active in our church. Uh, we grew up um, with our children. I say we grew up. We, as we were, um, uh, when my children were first born and they were growing up, they were very, very active in church. So the more that the, I could be involved, you know, teaching the children's sermon, being in the choir, um, teaching vacation Bible school, um, keeping the nursery even, you know, volunteering, showing them through your own actions what's important to you. And then they grow up and uh, seeing that that's the expected way that they should, you know, be as well in their own family. So, you know, again, once the kids become teenagers they have to find their own place and their own voice but if you raise them right from the very beginning they usually come back to their roots and um you know hopefully you set a very good example and then they can once they have children of their own will start repeating those same good habits and those good examples that you instilled in them very early in their age that's great um what are some ways that people can find out some more about you and what you're doing right now? Well, uh, I think the fastest way, the easiest way is to jump into our Facebook group, which is called Build Your Amazon Empire by Unleashing Your Seven-Figure DNA. And the reason we came up with that name is because I think that, um, you know, to be an entrepreneur, it's pretty much in your blood, it's in your DNA. And so I try to help people unleash that, you know, bring it out and ex give you exposure to new methods and new opportunities where you can truly be in control of your own lifestyle. I want to early retire and do this full time, which would even do, do my e-commerce business. I say full time, but mainly that that is my main source of income, right? which will find me and give me and gain me so much more free time to spend more time with my family and do more things and be more involved and, and have uh, more um, fun time and, and vacations and whatever it needs to be. But um, by being an entrepreneur, we're in control of our time then. So that will, I want to be able to share that opportunity with other people so they can be more in control of their lives and, and put more family um, focused first time in their lives and um, have more, not only making money, but being more um, happy in their relationships because of what that time freedom has now allowed you. So uh, that's the first place. And then we have a, our training program, which is called seven figure DNA. And we are getting ready to uh, revamp that a little bit. And it's going to kick off in another week. And the part of the course that I think is so exciting is that we took a part of the training and we're like, okay, the, the main part of this training program is to help you find the businesses to work with, right? So once you have that down pat, the rest is a breeze. And it's just simply plug and play. You're on your way. You are rolling. And then all you need to do is just find more, more businesses to work with and add them right into your um into your business portfolio. So we decided to try to make the very beginning and the focus so much so that it really gives you a huge jump start in your business. So we have uh, created a five day kickoff challenge. So once you join the program, then you can immediately start on that uh, Monday. I think it's every other Monday we have this five, five day kickoff challenge that can really help you get a really solid foundation to your business to get your business off the ground faster 
to get you moving towards making money faster, which will give you that time freedom and more time with your family faster. So it's um that's a that's the two best ways to find us Facebook group and then our programming. Awesome. Wow, that's awesome. I cannot wait to get you on the podcast again where we can dig deep and talk to you a little bit more about business and how you get that going and how you can invite your family to be a part of it. Yeah. It is going to be a phenomenal time. Cannot wait to have you on my podcast again. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.